1: Literally, at the end of the show, it was like it was like Noah's Ark. I needed Noah's Ark. It was monsoon. And I thought, okay, I'll ride this out. I'll wait for five minutes. But it wasn't slowing down. I mean, you get these downpours. But I've not seen anything like this. It didn't stop. And when I was driving home, and the route I take goes kind of along the um, Dawn River, which always floods, by the way. So I was thinking, oh, God, is this thing going to flood? It was flowing fast, but it was not at the flooding point. But when I pulled up to the Rosedale Valley, I guess the water was so ferocious that it blew uh, a sewer, like the manhole cover up, and the thing was like a geyser. It was like being in Yellowstone Park. It was crazy. It was crazy how much rain there was in such a short period of time. We got a whole month worth, a month worth of rain in a couple of hours. So it was pretty crazy. And there were rescues taken a place all over the place. Basements were flooded. Roads were turned into rivers. You had streetcars absolutely full to the rim with what they looked like fish tanks. Parking garages turned into lakes. Everyone seemed to be caught off guard. I don't know why it was Toronto. No one else I know, no other areas around actually got this kind of weather. So it's a bit of a fluke. Nonetheless, it caught people off guard, including two men who got trapped in an elevator in the basement, and it would end up filling with water and nearly drowning them, and no one knew. No one knew they were there. No one heard their screams for help. One of those people in that elevator, Clavar Friere, he is joining me now with that story. Clavar, what was going through your mind as you saw that water come up?
0: Uh, and initially, you just... Um not even considering the fact that the water was going to continue rising we thought that it was just a well One, we didn't expect that the water was going to start flooding into the elevator but uh, we thought that maybe it was just a a, you know at most a foot of water like a basement flood or something like that Um, but the water quickly continued to rise uh, very very quickly at the beginning and uh, realized that we should call emergency services right away using the emergency line in the elevator Mm -hmm. Uh, But by the time that we got connected, uh, the speaker had become submerged completely. So we were uh, unable to tell them what was going on and the water just kept on rising. So uh, at that point, we realized that our our lives uh, could be in danger. We had no indication if the water was going to stop rising.
1: So, you know, at one point you're heading in the elevator thinking, "Okay, this is kind of funny. It's flooding. And and I have to think it must have gotten very scary very quickly because that rain was just coming down.
0: It was well. We we were inside the office building, and I knew that it was raining for about an hour and a half. And in no circumstance did I think that it had rained enough to flood the basement or the uh, parking garage level to uh, nine feet, ten feet ceilings, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so it very you're right. It very quickly became serious, and um, uh, you know Gabriel was uh, was praying, and we had our brief moment of panic, and then we had to find a way to pull ourselves together and try to think of a way out.
1: And you were in one of the situations where you have no way of communicating because everything would have been blown out by being in the basement. The, the phone's not working, and then your cell phone doesn't get any any um, any reach. And so you got a tiny little bit of a break to get nine one one on the phone. And really, yeah. that that's the difference between you you and I talking right now.
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, nobody. The thing is that the people that were in the building, which at that time were just the maintenance staff, they had no one had any idea how bad the flooding down there actually was. Mm-hmm. And so even if they knew that we were in the elevator and stuck, they had no idea that our lives were in danger, like, uh, and we couldn't communicate it to them. So uh, uh, I guess what I understood is that we're in a, in a metal box, and uh, my background is in engineering. I realized that <laughs> we, maybe if we get a, a, a crack in, the, in that metal box and pound one of these panels through, we'll be able to get some cell signal. Yeah. Uh, And that was really our last chance of being able to communicate and and tell anybody what was going on.
1: It's incredible. Um, You're very lucky. And and now you have a great story to tell. But how are you feeling now all these hours later now that you've been kind of in the spotlight telling the story? But where are you now?
0: Uh, I guess I can only speak from from my perspective. I kind of talk almost like it's in the third person, like it didn't really happen to me at this point. Uh, but I'm in a unique position where I, I work for a, a company that, you know, we build hardware and technology, and we we know how cheap it would be to fix this kind of problem and make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen. Uh, for a two dollar sensor worth of, or worth of equipment, um, our lives could have been saved right away. Geez.
1: So and, out of all of this, there is a silver lining. Uh,
0: there is. I mean, but at the same at the same time, uh, you know, we're we're so busy with trying to. Uh, make our own dreams of starting a business and everything, um, launching our own products, a reality that uh, I wish that I could divert the energy to uh, make change in this circumstance because I doubt that it will be the last people to be stuck in that kind of situation. And I don't know if there's any initiative to uh, fix this kind of problem in the elevators.
1: Wow. Well, you've got quite a story to uh, tell. Thank you for sharing it with us. We're glad you're okay. And uh, good luck with that invention.
0: All right. Thank you very much
1: what a nice guy clever uh joining us nothing like um almost losing your life to drowning in an elevator and in that time because you're an engineer you use that time to say i'm going to invent something on point i'm alex pearson this is global news radio